Welcome to the European SharePoint Conference podcast. This podcast will cover Europe's biggest SharePoint and Office 365 event. The conference is held from the 14th to the 17th November in Vienna. You can find more about the conference at sharepointeurope.com. Stay tuned for more news about the European SharePoint Conference. It's Wednesday, November 16. This is the third episode of the ESPC podcast. Today I had a chat with Matt Berg, Senior Productivity Specialist, Office 365 at Microsoft. With Matt, I discussed all the tools that are available in the Office 365 toolset and when to use them. Matt, you attend a lot of conferences. What do you like the most at this conference? So I uh, go to, I've been to Ignite, I've been to the old uh, tech eds, I go to Microsoft Tech Ready, which is our internal training conference. But the European SharePoint Conference has been my opportunity to uh, get some things that I don't necessarily hear uh, from customers in the United States. Uh, The networking is amazing. There's a big focus on the actual community. So I love talking to MVPs, people who uh, have been working with SharePoint and Project uh, and Office 365 for 3, 5, 10, 15 years. Um, But my favorite is the customer stories. Uh, In the United States, I hear so much about um, certain customers based on case studies on the website. But I love hearing about the different challenges some European customers face, um, German customers, French customers, Dutch customers, that I never hear being in California. So uh, it's, uh, it's very good you're here now. It's good to, <laughs> to hear. To collect the feedback. Exactly. At your keynote yesterday, you gave us a glimpse of Microsoft Teams. There's also Planner, Office Groups, Skype for Business. You can still create a normal team site in SharePoint. Uh, can you give us some guidance on, on how to choose the right tool for the right job? It's a, it's a really good question. It's probably the most popular question in every single session I've sat in on the IT Pro site here at the conference. So since we don't have slides, because this is a podcast, uh, I will say imagine. Um, first and foremost, when we talk about all the items you discuss, on, on the very bottom of, of a pie or, or excuse me, a cake would be groups. Groups is a membership. Um, groups isn't necessarily the collaboration tool. It connects you to other tools. So groups is the it's the new you know active director or, or I guess it, it's the new lists. So groups determines who you work with. Then on top of groups are the different applications you mentioned. Um, yes, groups has that conversation view, um, if you've seen groups, but all that conversation view is just email. It's, it's a team email, just in a different area in Microsoft Outlook or in the browser or on your phone. So when it all comes to working together, I think small teams really should try to work with Microsoft Teams as a way to uh, have uh, a chat, um, a persistent chat, a document library. And remember, that document library, it just lives in SharePoint. So if for whatever reason someone says, I'm in a team, but I don't want to use the Teams app, great, you open SharePoint and there's your doc library. So, so that's all connected too. Um, and then that instant messaging, that chatting, 
that connects with Skype as well. So, so that's, that's where you go. Now, if an individual just doesn't want to participate in chat, maybe there's someone who says, I don't want to be always on, they don't have to. And they can still get notified and work the way they want. If they want to work in their inbox, they want to work in the site, they want to work in the library, they can. And then um, kind of going larger, so from individual to teams and groups to company-wide, I still truly believe Yammer is the best enterprise social uh, for, for company-wide announcements um, and interactions. So what I often say is, uh, I'll go to Teams if I know who I'm working with and I know who I want to ask questions to. But if I don't know who might have the answer across my organization, Yammer is a wonderful tool to ask questions and to learn more. So it's a complete tool set? That's the complete tool set. You pick the right tools uh, to do your job. Yes, you pick yeah. the right tools to do your job. But don't, if you're IT, don't force a tool on an organization. Let them kind of decide what works best for, for them. Okay. We already mentioned some Office 365 tools. What's your favorite one and why? My favorite one, I have to say today, um, is, that's a kind of a tie between Teams and Planner. Um, Planner, I, I wish I could say I'm a very organized person. Now you have this recording where I say I'm not very organized. Um, and so I memorize a lot of things. A lot of things are I'm pointing to my head here, or in my head. But with Planner, I can hold my team members accountable and they can hold me accountable. We have a one place where we're tracking what's going on. I've never been a big project user. I've never been on a team where we needed to use project. Mm -hmm. uh, but Planner has really helped me where, for instance, we're planning uh, a small series of roundtables for, for customers. We've used Planner to do that. Um, if we're building demo content, we use Planner for that. So it really helps me work better together with others. And then Teams has exploded inside Microsoft. Um, you know, we used to rely so much on Skype for instant messaging and chatting, um, but sometimes we'll ask the same question twice because someone didn't respond and they don't have the message history. So having that persistent chat has been an amazing way for me to share with my team. Look, I like to make jokes, I like humor. Um, having the ability to add those gifts uh, really help take the edge off a, a difficult conversation as well. And so I, I really love that part too. Okay, and for, for how many times uh, you are using Teams now at Microsoft because it's just uh, in preview? Yeah, so uh, I'm a member of four really ac active teams. Um, one, my, my local team in Southern California, um, and the other one, for example, was the keynote planning team for the European SharePoint Conference. Okay. So we use Teams to uh, store our content in the library, have a quick chat on who's saying what. Uh, hey, I landed and uh, I'm here in Vienna. Where are you guys? Um, but th those are kind of my two most active teams that I use. And yeah, we've, uh, we've had the preview for, for a few extra months. Okay. Uh, Matt, thank you for the chat. Great, and, thanks uh, for having me. And uh, I hope you like the rest of the conference. Oh, you too. Okay. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Later, I spoke to Benjamin Nowlin. He is product advisor at ShareGate. Benjamin explained that the users are having many choices and how IT can handle this. Hi, Benjamin. You have been, for, you have been here several times. Uh, why is this an important conference? Yes, uh, I actually really enjoy coming to the European SharePoint conference for multiple reasons. One, uh, I believe one of the larger conference available in the world for the SharePoint community. And two, it's, um, you know, we don't get the chance to always come to Europe. There's a lot of conferences uh, a bit uh, everywhere, but to be able to come to one place where we have uh, discussions with people from different countries and different realities in the SharePoint space is always very, very fun to have and very eye-opening as well. You've been in the SharePoint environment for a long time. Uh, 
have you how did you see SharePoint evolve to, to what it is today? Yeah, SharePoint has quite the journey. Uh, one of the main thing that we can see right now is before uh, in the SharePoint 2007 days, we would always say SharePoint is not a product, it's a platform. And we were very happy to say this because it meant we could build whatever we want. And in those days, that was a very uh, positive thing. It was the reality of the 2007, 2010 days. But today, people don't want to spend too much time building their own thing. They want, they're used to instant satisfaction from software as a service that they see online with Facebook, with YouTube, with Dropbox. So the concept of SharePoint as a platform, though it's still a possibility, um, we can see SharePoint evolve into something more of a product, uh, the sh like the modern SharePoint team site, where it is what it is, and they're trying to maximize so that people can start using it right away with team news, with everything else that we're seeing, power apps flow, so that we can start using it as fast as possible right away so we're definitely seeing it evolve into something that you consume rather than something you have to build okay uh, and the keynote this morning you told the story about choosing between the blue pill and the red pill like in the matrix movie yes um, users have a choice now uh, but IT offers the pills. Yes. How many pills can IT offer? And, and do we have to fear for li like illegal drugs? Yeah, company? yeah, no, of course. Well, I would say like the the illegal stuff is actually all those uh, products that are online that people that uh, mean that talk when we talk about shadow IT uh, when your end users are bypassing you. But these are the pills that you were not able to provide. If we're talking about those choices, um, that uh, the end users will get what they need just like I don't want to compare that to, to usage of course it was just for the matrix comparison but the idea is that you cannot force people into all the people into one box and that's what the matrix movie was referring to and what I was alluding to that you cannot just say everyone must be in the matrix because it didn't work uh, you always have to have alternatives so if you're going to offer a way for people to collaborate there has to be multiple choices and that could be many that could be two that could be ten 20 it doesn't matter it is only going to grow in the future so that is no doubt about it as the tech market continues to grow and new things are going to come out online that people can use then they will expect it to have at work as well so as long as IT can provide the choices and obviously still provide control and guidance but empower people to use it no one would want or should need to go and get themselves their own choice which is what uh, we're talking about Dropbox and everything Else. Yeah, yeah. Something different. You're from Canada. Yes. Is the European SharePoint community different from the Canadian community? Um, I think overall already the SharePoint community is, has a lot of similarities, very warm, very inviting, anyone can join and participate and be talking at the user groups and go to SharePoint Saturday. So there is a, you know, uh, the, the barrier of countries and nationalities, though we in the community overall and globally are very uh, appreciated and, and we always respect all the different and, you know, communities. And, um, but I find the SharePoint community overall almost worldwide is the same warm, inviting um, community everywhere. So, of course, there's going to be some differences, and that's usually culture, but I find it's very much uh, the same um, community in that style. Okay. Benjamin, thanks for the Thank talk. you very much.